This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado, The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go. Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Well, here we are, Raider Nation. Humbled, right? Humble, humbling game. Kind of a wake-up call, I guess you could say. We came in here rolling hot. We opened up the game feeling good. Felt like we were playing good. We moved the ball well. Offense came out firing. Defense was lights out to start the game. Well, we forced like two, three and outs for the defense to start the game. Looking good, right? We get down in the red zone, and there's a chinzy... Fumble? I'm just going to get into it. Chat, what's up? We're live. We're live right now. If you're listening to the post-produced podcast, uh, you can get in on the chat every post game as soon as the game's over. Follow on YouTube, Periscope, or Facebook. Going live here. Um, shout out to the chat. You guys have been going at it for a little while now. Um, been reading your guys' comments. Going to take a lot of these into consideration as we go through the progressions of the game. Man. Man, man, man. First off, I guess I'll go ahead and talk about the the one thing that really made me mad the entire game. This is the one thing that had me almost about ready to break my television. And that was the Josh Jacobs fumble. And I get it. Like, we got our butts whooped today, right? But it all kind of starts with momentum. And we had a lot of momentum going in our favor. Um, and, and, and even though I felt like we left points off the board early, what we even had that, that third and one, right? With that clutch little toss. Um, to get across and get inside like the five yard line, and it gets called back on like an illegal man downfield. We get the ball back, um, get down there, and that fumble, man, that fumble. Yeah, he fumbled it, but he also recovered it. So I'm not going to sit here and blame the refs, but I'm definitely going to say, look, we have to keep that momentum going, guys. Like w- when you lose that, what do you have? If you don't have momentum in the game, what we rolled off all last week, what do you have? So we definitely struggled. Um, I'm, I'm going to keep it simple on our struggles and say that I think we're definitely just kind of outcoached. I felt like uh, whenever you have an offense, that's good. And it's and I feel like we have an offense that's good, that can, that can make plays, even with the injuries that we have, even with no incognito, with no Trent Brown, even whenever you have those guys out, when you have Henry Ruggs out, when you have a playmaker like Darren Waller, I don't think that you should, just because you expect Belichick to phase him out of the game plan, I don't think that you should just assume to phase him out of the game plan. And um, I kind of feel like that's what we did. I feel like John Gruden came in here thinking uh, that we we're going to be able to spread the ball out everywhere else, not worry about Darren Waller, when really we're coming in with our number one, um, you know, don't get on me, Darren Waller stands, but uh, our number one weapon on offense being Josh Jacobs and him not being there 100% is going to absolutely hurt us. 
I see you, Aiden Taylor, in the chat. 250 rushing yards. No excuses. I agree. I agree. Hendries are killing us too. Um, I see you in there. Um, and no, I'm not going to say not on Gruden. I'm not going to say it's on Gruden. No. Um, but I definitely think he could. I think he could have coached a better game. I think our. our I think Paul Gunther could have coached a better game. Um, I think some of our players could have made better plays. Um, I'd like to see it was really my, my emphasis on this game. If we were going to win, I knew we could move the ball on them, and we did. Um, we were, it, when we had the ball, and that was the issue was time of possession. Um, I, I, let me see if I can even see what the time of possession ended up finishing out. Uh, so we had the ball 25 minutes compared to their 34 minutes. I saw when there was like five minutes left, and the game was pretty much toast, right? It was after the fumble recovered for a touchdown. Uh, it was like 22 to 32. Huge swing. And it's all they did with they just they just gashed our defense rushing the ball we we were able to stop cam early but it's like man 250 yards on the ground from michelle and burkhead and some other dude i've never heard of tackling dustin doss let's talk about some tackling and Look, man, I love me some I love me some Abram, um, but there's a few key tackles that obviously when it gets down to the safety, uh, it's kind of a big chunk play anyways, but then it turned it into like monster gains whenever you miss those tackles. Um, I will say that I'm a little disappointed with in these first three games, right? Um, even through the two wins, when we're winning, there's no reason to really talk about all this stuff, right? But when you're losing, you can talk about some of the things that have kind of been bugging you the whole time. Anyways, um, one of them has been a couple of our off-season signings, and that's with Malik Collins and Corey Littleton. Uh, I'm not going to say they're bad players. I'm not going to say I regret the signing at all, but they haven't been the impact that we've all been expecting. And whenever you hear stuff, you know, at camp and you hear John Gruden talk and you hear these guys say how they're going to be, you know, key pieces of the defense or they're going to be the biggest factors or they're going to do all these crazy things. Um, it's frustrating, you know, when they're not really like showing up. Um, I still have some hope. Hopefully, I mean, maybe we just don't have a, we don't have it figured out with them yet. Maybe we just don't have our game plan quite adjusted to their skill set. Um, I will say my breakout player of the game would be Mo Hurst. Mo Hurst has been playing phenomenal. I think he's our number one interior pass rusher right now. Um, Hankins has kind of been getting up there on the run, but Mo Hurst has been has been playing lights out in my opinion. He's been playing great, uh, but I'd love to see a little step up from Malik Collins. I'd love to see him get more involved there. Mo Hurst, man, was making some some effort plays, especially at the beginning of the game. High effort plays. Shout out to Arden Key showing up, making some big plays. Um, I see a lot of car comments in here. If I uh, we'll, let's go ahead, we'll hit on car. Uh, the first week I felt like you played pretty good, right? It was it was a tough game, weird game, went into it kind of weird, and we pulled off a win. Played good. Last week I felt like you played lights out, right? It was killer. I mean, you could start talking like if you if you was able to play like that the rest of the season, you think MVP. So now he has a game where I wouldn't even say he was that far off, really, right? I mean, um, I felt like we just didn't have the ball in very many opportunities. I feel like there was those like drives where it's just like it ends on that one play and that one play you just want back. Like at the end of the game where we didn't kick the field goal. and Or we did kick the field goal, I'm sorry. And we didn't go for it on fourth down, right? We're down whatever it is, two possessions. We decided to kick a field goal anyways. I felt like Derek threw that ball on third and seven. He threw it, what, three or four yards. I felt like the only reason he threw that ball short was because I think he expected that to be four down territory. Um, but that's a play like, hey, kind of wish we had that back, right? Uh, I feel like there was a few of those. Uh, but there's a lot of them that were taken away. Big third down play in the red zone, like I talked about earlier at the beginning of the game, taken away. Uh, there's a lot of those. One thing I think that, that hurt us the most, and, and this is what's been driving, if, if you look at the way he's throwing the ball and playing, um, I felt like everything was normal. I feel like there's a little bit more pressure than normal. Of course, that's going to go to our banged-up offensive line, right? We got John Simpson in there playing left guard for Richie, so we're missing Richie. Of course, we have – wish we had a – we should invest some money into a right tackle. Should invest some money into a right tackle. Maybe we can uh, get someone out there on the field. But the the there's no blame. I got, I'm not going to sit here and put blame on any specific unit or player. I don't really see it. I could just see like all around we got just out coached. Um, I feel like as, as entire unit we, we just kind of got out coached in, in all aspects. Um, like I said, I felt like we we're able to move the ball. But whenever it came down to the plays that made us win games. Like the first two weeks being like a top two defense on third down, 
in them shutting us out. We're like, oh, we're 0 for 5 or 0 for 6 uh, the majority of the game until maybe like the final couple possessions. Uh, it doesn't almost matter at that point, right? So, man, Paul Gunther, yeah. Um, I see the comments about Paul Gunther. It's crazy because they came out so good. We had a good game plan. Belichick adjusted, and we didn't. And we had like the entire game to freaking adjust. We had so many opportunities. How many times were they going to go out there on the field and you're going to have Cam Newton in the gun, he's going to fake a screen or he's going to fake a little rollout, and he's just going to dump it off the other way. How many times are we going to do that? How many times can we say, like, look, Littleton or Morrow or anybody, here, defensive ends, this is your job. Don't bite Cam Newton's first read. Every single play, it was like the dude was just looking this way, dumping it off that way, looking this way, dumping it off that way. Oh, here's a little handoff. Oh, here's a little handoff. We're going to pick up 20. Why can't we adjust? Like, that's all you had to focus on. I mean, what the dude, I mean, how many passing yards did he even have? This was hard about doing these uh, immediate reactions, of course, but um, not being able to digest the entire game. But 162 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. So 17 completions, 162 yards, one touchdown, one interception for Cam Newton. That wasn't the he wasn't the reason they won the game. Played good, cool. He did turn the ball over. Feel like he didn't really do his job that game. But uh, Bill Belichick pretty much just said, "Hey, buddy, go out there and here you go. I'm gonna set you up perfect. They're not gonna change their scheme at all. So we're just gonna keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. What did we give up? Like over seven yards of carry. I'll tell you that much. Sony Michelle had 117 rushing yards. Burkhead, 50 receiving yards. Seven receptions for 50." yards unacceptable absolutely unacceptable so we finished the game looks like three for nine so i mean we even it was crazy as the defense would step up on third down they had 11 chances on third down they, they only converted on three of them but the total plays 56 total plays for the raiders 68 for the patriots um, as you can see, everything's kind of just weighing over. 375 total yards for the Raiders, 406 for the Patriots. 11 total drives each. 11 total drives each. And then they balanced that time of possession that far in their direction. That's what won them the game. Time of possession, run the ball, got our defense gassed. So then whenever it came down to it anyways, even if we'd get within reach, our defense is so gassed, what do you do? Yeah, bad. I think the the first half was even worse, if I remember right. That scale in the first half, that second quarter was rough. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm telling you, I'm gonna keep coming back, man. I the the ref thing at the beginning of the game. I'm not gonna sit here and blame the refs, but it was definitely a factor to something that played into the momentum shift. Uh, when you have things rolling like that, when you when you take the ball away, basically twice, we're in the red zone twice. One of them should have been a touchdown, and resulted in a field goal. We had one missed field goal. We had. Um, like I said, that fumble, man, that fumble is frustrating. I'm going to sit back. I'm going I'm to hold back a lot of anger right now, guys, because that, that Jacobs fumble is bad. Bad, 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 bad. Am I going to say that's why we lost the game? No, but it plays a huge factor into it. It's okay to it's okay to point those things out. It's okay to point those things out. And it's not Josh Jacobs' fault. Don't blame him. He recovered it. Blame the refs. Every turnover is reviewed how do you look at that see him collect the ball and then they take it away from him on the ground and now it's not clear view clear freaking view not even like he was in a huge pile clear view before guys even jumped on him they had the ball back man that's frustrating so whew. i'll take some comments here i'm gonna i'm gonna read some of these things shout out to the super chat i see ya gun what's going on um offense was too pre too predictable and defense is whack <laughs> get ready for this bs week after week man i'm i i feel bad that you spent five dollars for a very depressing comment but i get it man hey look here, here's the thing is injuries is one thing i get it injuries is one thing the game plan was in our direction but we're two and one we're two and one. I get it. We're right after the game. Emotions are flying. Emotions are flying. I get it. But we're still two and one. Is it that bad? Is it that bad? Should we feel this bad? I get it. 
um, we kind of just went out there and we got our butts whooped. That's what sucks. And I talked about this last week. If we took a loss last week, at least we're playing the Saints. I just want to see how competitive we are. And I felt like we were competitive most of the game. That's what's crazy. Except we couldn't stop the run. I mean, the, the refs did everything they could to take it out, you know, get us down at the beginning. Uh, the rest of the game, there's no excuse, really. But is 2-1 and one that bad? I don't think so. Everyone in the chat, drop where you're watching from. Drop a location. Last week, we were in Las Vegas hanging out at the Stage Door Casino, our place, man. Um, hanging out at the Stage Door Casino. They opened the night before or the night of, basically, kind of. Open at midnight. Monday morning, so we were ready to get it on. Uh, appreciate everyone that stuck through the watch party and everything else. Uh, anyone that's in the Fresno area, the Fresno area, I'm here, I'm in Tulare myself. Uh, anyone in the Fresno area or within reach of Fresno, be on the lookout. Maybe we do a watch party in the Fresno area, do something locally since we can't go to games. Uh, so stay on the lookout. Follow me on Twitter at Raider Cody or subscribe on this channel. If you're watching this now and you're not subscribed, subscribe. I got a little cool little button here. Look. Bam. Subscribe, hit them bell notifications because that's key. You got to hit the bell notifications so you get notified that we're going live here. So be ready, Fresno. Um, anyone that's going to Vegas, though, for every other game in the future, make sure you visit Stage Door Casino, man. That's the spot. The energy was absolutely nuts. Uh, they're 50% capacity, so make sure you get there early because I'm sure there's plenty of Raider fans that are going to be showing up there every single week. So, second half. Man, the second half of this game is absolutely a blur. Um, soon I'm going to have him take a break off Kenny King Jr. on here, but uh, hopefully he can help me kind of remember what all happened. It's just kind of like it's like one of those games where you just black out. You just kind of you just kind of black out and you don't even remember uh, the turmoil or the torture that you go through. Man, the heart the heart rate was up though at halftime. The heart rate was up. Second half uh, definitely took the wind out of our sails. Um, I want to give a shout out. Really. To nobody. I, honestly, it's frustrating. It's absolutely frustrating. Shout out to Hunter Renfro. It, had we won this game, I think Hunter Renfro would be my player of the game. Playing hard. I think he made you know the the, the biggest play of the game. Uh, that momentum shift. Uh, absolute dime by DC to put that in his lap. Um, and shout out to Hunter Renfro for making that play. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's that. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to absolutely nobody. Ah oh, man. trying to catch up with the chat here so we're gonna take this quick break provided by blue wire and when we return joining me is going to be my guy kenny king jr um, and we'll chop up the game just a little bit more and then we'll be taking some live callers i'll drop the number here on the screen we'll take some live callers uh, but so far right now this team has left me absolutely speechless so uh that's where i sit reviewing the game talking about it again definitely it definitely brings you down but like i said we're you know we're two and one um and there's things to look up at i'd like to see our health improve um but yeah we'll leave it at that so quick break be right back you've counted on restaurants now they're counting on you and while their dining rooms may be closed they're still open for delivery with doordash DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving for right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Thanks to the lack of natural athleticism or commitment, or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. 
This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. For me, I love getting on the couch and watching, for instance, Josh Jacobs. Gets me up on the edge, but you guys know how it is, Raider Nation. Game days are very stressful. Uh, A lot of raised blood pressure, a lot of craziness, lots of roller coasters of emotions. I'm telling you, (laughs) I'm telling you, it gets nuts. You guys know this. Um, And Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. All right, let's see, kicking us off here. Joining me now um, after this kind of depressing game. Um, Obviously, we just kind of got the crap kicked out of us. Kenny King Jr., man. Kenny King, real talk. What's up? What's up, dude, man? Uh, Normally, I'm a little more fired up uh, in a good way. Uh, These past couple weeks, this is not the way that I wanted to enter the show, but here we are. Tony, man, a little rough, a little rough, a lot of rough, actually, should I say. Um, I I feel like what it comes down to is we kind of put ourselves in this hole. We lost our momentum early. Um, And then kind of just to end the the game off, like there's, I feel like there's a couple drives. Some of our worst drives, like we probably had like two just what? I mean, nothing happened on offense, um, and I feel like they're at pretty key times. Um, kind of just came out flat. Um, I feel like we're you know kind of relying on Josh Jacobs, who was ultimately playing through a pretty bad injury. Um, he's I mean hobbling off like almost every other play that he touched the ball. So you know we're relying on that, um, and the defense just man couldn't stop the run. Kenny King, what the heck? Yeah, I mean, I think some of the the biggest glaring things, and I'm going to get into. You know, some of the things that kind of irritated me more. Uh, but one of the biggest glaring things was was the defense and not so much the defense as a whole, but the run defense. Uh, just giving up the run, letting Burkhead and Michelle run all over, um, not being in position, not breaking down, missing tackles, arm tackles. Um, you know, one of the, the glaring things was Jonathan Abram just didn't seem like himself today. And, yeah. you know. It was uncharacteristic of him. I don't know if it's because he's still nursing that injury and he doesn't want to hurt it more or or what it is. But uh, that was a very it was frustrating to watch because, you know, the defense played really well the first the first quarter and to come back and, you know, uh, granted, you know, offense wasn't putting up the points. Offense was getting off the field quickly. A couple three and outs out there. Uh, And the defense gets tired, but it is just very uncharacteristic of some of the players out there to see. Uh, some of those whiffs. I agree. I agree. The missed tackles were definitely hurting us. Um, I want to address one thing here in the chat. Uh, I've seen. I've been seeing this throughout the entire show, and you, of course, you're going to see it everywhere on social media. Um, the you know because I try and keep it a little optimistic, right? Um, the stop making excuses thing. When someone tells me to stop making excuses after loss, it's not excuses, guys. We're talking about why we lost. Like there's reasons to why we lost. It's not just oh we suck. Like, now we can't talk about it because I've, I've figured it out. We just suck. No, it's not that. There's reasons. There's there's things that have happened. There's things that aren't playing in our favor. Um, there's things that we just didn't do right. I mean, there was there was plays out there. Derek Carr left plays off the field. I feel like there was stuff like Jonathan Abram wasn't making plays. Uh, offensive line wasn't making plays. Our, I mean, our wide receivers, for the most part, you know, whenever you're out there in one-on-one coverages, um, some of these, these key down and distances, um, not getting open, they weren't making plays, right? Obviously, our front seven wasn't making plays. They weren't stopping the run. They're, everybody out there, I feel like, left plays off the field, and that's not making excuses. That's just discussing why we think things are the way they are. So, Kenny King, um, earlier I talked about maybe a standout player to me or someone that kind of broke out and I felt like needs to earn some more reps here, and that's Mo Hurst, man. Um, is, yeah. is there anything else here on this defense that – I mean, there's not a whole lot we can take away. I love, you know, I said the same thing. Early on in the game, they were lights out. Defense killed it. It, it, it was fun to watch. I'm like, who is this? And we had like two or three three and outs early on. Um, yeah. and, and it allowed the offense to get down there, and we left a lot of points off the board um, on offense. You know, we're, I've already kind of discussed these things. But, you know what, actually, no. We're going to talk about it again. I want your opinion. This That Josh Jacobs fumble, did you almost break your TV, or is that just my TV that almost got smashed through its wall? Well, see, I have my son to break my TV, so I don't, I don't have to do that dirty work. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, the, the two, and this is what I was alluding to, is the two plays that really just got me were the, the Josh Jacobs fumble and the Derek Carr fumble. 
those were two fumbles that should not have been given to the Pats. And it got taken away from us. That changed the momentum of the game right there. Both of those were big momentum shifts in that game. And I think those were both two plays that had we had back, had we had the ball, we could have scored. And so we talk about let's not make excuses. Well, those are two big excuses that I'm going to make. And if you don't like it, uh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to say something else right there, but I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I'll save that for my show. <laughs> uh, let me tell you one thing, Kenny King. Your audio is coming through absolutely crisp. You're sounding good right now. You're sounding good. I mean, we didn't uh, play very good, but hey, at least we're sounding good. The post game show, <laughs> the post game show is firing on on all cylinders today. Um, we're well prepared. Hopefully, hopefully, I didn't just jinx that. But um, yeah, yeah right. so we go from being the second lowest penalized team in the NFL. Right? We what do we have? Like five penalties through two weeks or something crazy? To having yeah, it was like three a week. Six today now. Six today. I think we gave it 40 yards and penalties um, and just in bad times. And it, for me, it, it, the, the frustrating ones are like the pre-snap ones. Okay, so I got two here. Yes. I got two. The John Simpson one, that pretty much that, that killed the drive. Like, you know, hey, I get it though. Rookie, jitters. Yeah, that was his – even though he played last week, technically his first start, right? So um, I get it, little jitters. Um, uh and, and Max Crosby, shout out to Max Crosby for at least coming back and getting us two sacks. Um, but the special teams on fourth down, the punt, man, that was uh, that was brutal. That was that was brutal. And um, man, I just don't even know what else to say. It, it's things like that that we need to make sure we clean up um, because we're never going to win football games like that. I mean, no offense, we're not going to go out and blow teams away. Uh, There's times we looked dominant against the Saints, and you know why we did? It's because we weren't making those mistakes, right? Uh, I felt like yep. whenever we had the opportunity and we had the ball in our hands today, we moved the ball. I felt like we played well. Um, I felt like when there was times um, that Derek could make a big throw, he made the big throw. I felt like whenever there was holes, Josh Jacobs was taking full advantage. He was picking up 10, 12. Sometimes he had like a 15-yard run, things like that. Um, but those little mental mistakes just ah drives me nuts. Absolutely. Ugh. I got nothing else to say to that. No, you know, and that's a frustrating that's a frustrating thing for me. And I think the other thing is just some of the adjustments, right? You know, John Gruden sees that they're shutting Waller down. He didn't make any adjustments for that. You know, you see that, you know, they're they're stopping the run. You know, no adjustments made for that. You know, I, I like the fact that, you know, you got Ingold involved, you get the ball, you're you're spreading the ball around on offense. We we're able to complete passes. Uh, but we weren't able to capitalize in the red zone. I think the other thing for me was was that last field goal that we got. You know, when when you're down that much, uh, you've really got nothing to lose. Just go for it. Yeah. No, that's that's kind of where I sat too. Um, I'll also say exactly nothing to lose. Um, but also at the end of the day, we freaking, you know, we're got our butt whooped right after that. Anyways, it 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 sucks because I felt like Derek wouldn't have thrown that three yard. You know. Um, ball to the sideline thinking that we were just going to kick it, right? I felt like if we are just going to kick it, you take a shot for the first down, right? Absolutely. I think he was I think he was thinking that was four down territory. I mean, kind of as was everybody else. So um, I think we kind of just rolled over this game. I think we rolled over. Um, defense got gashed. Um, shout out. Uh, shout out to the the moderators, even Kenny King getting in here with a little little moderation action, deleting some messages. Hey, don't be coming in here, trolls. This, this, this Look, is I'm going to uh, tell you like this. If you, there's if you only two trolls. And, and, no, there's two trolls, and I mean, they want to continue to come in here. They can continue to come in here, but I'm not going to have you spam the chat. We got a lot of people in here that that have constructive things to say and that have things that you know that are actually bringing something to the to the conversation. And if you don't have anything to bring to the conversation, you can take it elsewhere. I I'm, I don't have time for it. Oh man, let's go, Kenny King. There's only two trolls that are allowed here on this show, and that's me and you. Exactly. Well, oh, and Grizz. Yeah. Grizz can be there too. Grizz is another troll. Shout out to the moderators as well, though. Shout out to Ivan, Grizz, 509 Raider. All you guys always holding it down. Um, doing a good job, man. Uh, this is uh, like I said, we're still. I mean, looking at it, like getting our butts whooped right now. It's an immediate reaction. How are we supposed to feel? Not very good. Um, in, in the grander scheme of things, Fred is saying, please comment on the fumble. I've commented on it a couple times, Fred. It's a bunch of crap. So <laughs> it's a bunch of crap, Fred. I'll tell you that much. Um, I lost my whole train of thought. What was I saying? Talking about we got punched in the mouth. We got our we got butts pun- kicked. Oh, yeah, we got our butts kicked. But we're two and one. 
Like, it, like if, right. if you if you wipe this game out of your memory, you're not going to win all 16. Uh, I don't care how good of a football team you are. There's going to be a game or two that season where you get your butt whooped. So now we got to sit back, relax, be patient, don't overanalyze, and see how we respond next week. Who we got? The Bills. Another tough matchup. Here's here's what it, with with this loss, right? I think the reason why it stings so much is because of how well the Raiders played last week. You know, they went in Monday night, opened up in Allegiant Stadium, put 34 points on the Saints. Saints have a really good defense, and it looked it was a statement game. And and as as I've said, this is every game is going to be a statement game, you know. And you know, to to put up 34 points and then to come back and to just get ran over to not not score in the red zone to not put points on the board uh, and to basically, you know, to have the game that the Raiders had, I get the frustration. I, I understand it. I completely get it. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you guys We're on that. We're supposed to be mad. Mm-hmm. But there's still games to be played. You know, yeah. we, we still have a whole season ahead of us. Now, it's, it's a tough road. And this next stretch of games is going to be rough. But it's about how you respond got socked in the mouth you got kicked in the you got kicked in the gut you know how how do you respond to that and i think that that's the biggest thing is how do the raiders respond to this if you go in there and you get if you get smacked around by the bills okay then there's some more discussions that need to be had but it's about how you respond how do you respond this week in practice and how do you come out against the bills next week spot on so we'll take some uh some questions from the chat here can you get your chat pulled up yeah i got it here Cool. Pull up the chat. We'll take some questions from the chat. Um, do we have a Colt Miller burner here on the YouTube? We got a Cole Miller. So Cole, K-O-L-E Miller. You're not fooling nobody, Colt Miller. We see you <laughs> in there. He said Foxborough, Foxborough refs. I agree. Uh, shout out to George oh, yeah. in the chat. Um, Ivan, back on. Ivan is the ultimate moderator. He jumps back and forth. YouTube, Periscope, YouTube, Periscope, YouTube, Periscope. Um Doing the Lord's work over here. Good stuff. Fred with a false start. Call call called his own penalty. Uh, it's like uh, some street ball over here. Calling calling your own penalties. Um, I know we got a little delay, so it's going to be a little bit before our questions start coming through. Um, but I got one for you, Kenny King. Uh, injury wise, do you see things looking up for us now next week with Henry Ruggs hopefully being able to come back? Um, Richie's obviously on IR. Uh, Trent Brown, maybe, right? So because we didn't put Trent Brown on IR, next week would be his third missed game. So that means the Raiders did not expect back. him to miss these many games. Trent better be back next week. That's that's all I got to say at this point. But looking at it, this is this is the ideal situation, right? Rugs, hopefully, Rugs was just a little bit banged up, and he comes back next week, and he's back at back at full force. Get Waller and Jacob some rest. Give if Brown's back, you move good back to left tackle or left to left guard. I'm sorry. Yeah. Get you know get a little more continuity on this offensive line. Obviously, Richie's out and Brown's out, and that makes a big difference, especially with rookie John Simpson in there uh, and, and and good at tackling. Good's been playing pretty well uh, at tackle, but you know you, you can't you can't mask the fact that Trent Brown is an absolute monster, and we need that. Yeah. So. Injury wise, hopefully it looks better. You know, I'd like to see what's up with Kwiatkowski. You know, if we get if we can get him back, that makes a huge difference on the defense. You know, him being the quarterback of our defense is is, is huge, um, and he makes everybody better. He makes Littleton better. He makes Abram better. You know, I think a lot of guys are are accounting for people that aren't there, and they're trying to overcompensate. And really, we just need you know the team to be not even at full strength, but better than seventy percent strength. I agree. So first question coming here. Um, I don't even know what his name. It's all in low. You need to put some capitals in there so I know how to say this all. I think it's enamel red. Uh, question: How can this offensive line improve in pass protection? Carr wanted to step up and throw a lot, but each time he was smothered. Um, and I would say just by getting healthy, first of all, I think we need to get our all of our key pieces back. Um, I saw a lot our our tackles obviously good is still kind of getting warmed up. Um, Colt Miller is getting moved around a little bit more than usual today, uh, but I think that just comes down to now. It wasn't too bad until we started playing a lot from behind, and you when you can't humble them with the run, which we couldn't later in the game for whatever reason we just didn't have a good we didn't have a good mix. We couldn't establish the run. Um, I felt like at the right times every time they sniffed it out, um, and it wasn't working for us. So a, a lot of the time it, it was a passing down probably. 
90% of the time, right, in the second half. Uh, so at that point, your defensive line is just sniffing for a, a, a sack, and um, and that that's what happens. Kenny, I got one here for you. Uh, well, he asked me, but whatever. Henry Ruggs, this is from Sergio. Henry Ruggs, a bust. Your thoughts? Come on. <laughs> no, seriously, I, come on. I, <laughs> little injury, I, little injury. He's doing his he's job. He's a little injury. He's been – look, I, I think the biggest thing right now is Carr and Ruggs need to work on their timing. I think that Carr and Ruggs will have their timing down at some point, it's going to take time. They didn't have the ability to have that full offseason together to build that to build that trust, to build that relationship. So they're working on it as practice goes. They're continuing to get it going. I think that as the season progresses, it's going to continue to get better. Calling Ruggs a bust this early in the game, calling Ruggs a bust after you know him showing already flashes of being a great player, come on. Yeah. This comment, it's been three weeks, all caps. I love oh all my caps God, comments. Three weeks. Come on, man. You guys put more longer time into relationships than this. <laughs> Do they though? Do they? <laughs> At this rate, they might not. Um, here's an all caps comment. Where is Rico Gafford? Why is he not in on some plays? I don't understand, dude. Is a jet. Uh, that's from a Latvian Savage. So. Uh, just the chemistry. I feel like he's active just in case of injury or extra energy or energy injury. If I can talk, I'm trying to read at the same time as um, talking. It's not a good mix. Kind of like our running pass play calling today. Not a good mix, but, um, I will say, uh, chemistry wise, I would much rather have like Zay Jones and Nelson Aguilar out there. Um, Brian Edwards connected on a lot. Hunter Renfro. It's hard to see Rico Gafford stepping in and taking snaps from those guys, uh, just because I mean he's been on the practice squad. He's not. He he doesn't even practice, and I, and I get he's still on the roster, but he's not practicing with the first team. Like Derek probably hasn't hardly thrown him a ball much all off season. Um, so that's not really a guy you throw out there. Yeah, he's fast. He made a big special teams play if I remember right. Right, big special teams play today. Um, yeah. So that was good. He's going to contribute in ways, but um, he's still finding his way. I love Rico, um, but. Just like um, a, f- a few of our players on our team, he's you know he has to earn every snap. Uh, he's a lot to prove. Uh, kind of an underdog uh, finding his place on this football team. Um, but I think he'll get there depending on how things go. But if Ruggs is back next week, um, Gafford would just be um, uh, kind of another guy that goes back to practice squad or um, is inactive. So uh, yeah, well not pra- he hasn't been on practice squad. He's been just been inactive. I think the first two weeks, right? Uh, yeah, he was inactive. Um, left guard and right tackle got beat all day. Ivan, shout out to Ivan the Great. Yeah, go figure, yep. right? Go freaking figure. But, um, like I said, there, there's no way for us. I don't think I, I can't pinpoint blame. I really can't pinpoint blame. Um, you can try and you know pick apart um a, a couple offensive plays, um, but I felt like for the most part when we had the ball. Um, there's chances to go down there and score. Uh, and had it been an even playing field with time of possession, you know, maybe we could have squeezed out a couple more touches. Had the Patriots not held onto the ball the whole freaking game, that's one way to win the game. Just keep the ball. Like, <laughs> I don't, I, there's no other way to go around that. They, they freaking just held on to that sucker and they were just driving down, gashing us five, six, seven yards of play, sometimes 10. Um, and just move the ball down the field. I couldn't even tell you. I mean, we made a couple of good stops in the second half, but it's about it, man. Um, you see anything else in the chat here, Kenny King? I'm trying to get through, but it's just so many dang comments. I appreciate all the chatters getting in here, getting involved. Um, this is very hard. Kenny, this is our first live reaction post game. Yeah. Like we don't. This is this is this is tough to do to be able to digest the entire game immediately after it happens, um, and and not let our emotions kind of take over the whole thing, um, and, and try and talk about it, you know, kind of like in, in a level manner, knowing that we are two and one, coming off a bad loss. Um, trying to look at the big picture here, uh, a lot of fire. Here's one actually, fire Paul Gunther. You, you do you is that a pull? Do you pull that trigger yet? You know. <sighs> It's it that's 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 a tough one. Um, he came I, you out know, good. You, you what the, the heck? Why like why can't he adjust? Marinelli was brought in. He wasn't brought in to be the defensive line coach, and we know that Marinelli is brought in because Gunther has had his his woes, and you know, finally Mike Mike Mayock went out there and got 
you know, the free agents and the defensive starters in the draft that were supposed to fit Paul Gunther's defense and to fit the defense's needs. And we're not seeing the adjustments. We're not seeing the changes. So, you know, I think the seat's really hot right now. You know, I, I think that the seat is scorching. I think that, you know, obviously there's conversations that need to be held, need to be had. John Gruden has alluded to it multiple times in the press conferences that, you know, giving up these yardage, these points, this type of game, it can't continue to happen. You know, and there's going to be games sometimes where offensively you don't get the job done. You know, and and you put that on the team, and defensively you got to put the, you got to put it on the on the team as well. And I think that you know where you look at with the defense is you look at the defensive coordinator, and yeah, I, I uh, yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard. That's a that's a tough subject because that's a big change. Um, while we're two and one, um, I the, I mean the chat lit up. They want Paul Gunther gone, but I, I think that's a tough decision to make. While I mean, the season's still there. I feel like coaching firings come when you feel like the season's lost, right? I mean, what happens if you pull that trigger? What happens to team morale, right? I mean, even though, like, it might not, like, directly affect um, every player, um, it kind of feel like it automatically just kind of plants that little seed in your brain, like, ooh, like, season's over. Well, that's the question. It puts even defensive players – Go ahead. Yeah, are these guys Gunther guys? Do they – I mean, do they love Gunther? You know, I know that – you know, like when we had Ken Norton Jr., a lot of the guys loved Norton because he was a player's coach, but he was not a good defensive coordinator. Buckner, too. But, and Buckner, too. Better, Buckner, better, see, un- Buckner, underrated, though. Buckner was, yeah, I, I think that had Buckner still been, I, th- had, I think that had in the offseason Gunther been gone, Buckner stayed a defensive line coach and Marinelli became defensive coordinator, I think that we'd be <laughs> having a different conversation right now. John Gruden in the chat. John Gruden here. I'm getting Paul Gunther fired this week. <laughs> That's messed up, man. That's so messed up. <laughs> oh, man. We need uh, – I feel like we <laughs> – That's messed up. I feel like there's there's actually people here, too, that believe that. <laughs> That's actually John Gruden. That's not John Gruden in the chat, just so you guys know. Paul Gunther's not going to get fired. We're going to get a breaking news here pretty soon on, on a random Facebook group that – Seriously. Not Paul Gunther's getting On the Raider Cody podcast, it was announced that Paul Gunther was fired. John Gruden enters the chat. And it's (laughs) it's not even like uh, as a player, even if you don't like him, when your coach gets fired, at one point you have a relationship with him, right? I mean, now a lot of these guys have been working with him for a couple years. Um, Right. The first thing that you think is, man, I – probably could have played a little bit better maybe the guy would still have a job like that's how they see it right they players don't look at this stuff the way fans do like players aren't like oh whoo man got rid of that sucker on to the next one like they, they see this stuff as like bigger than football right i mean unless like they're doing something right. completely abnormal and disrespectful which even then uh hint hint a b like there were still players that supported him afterwards because it's bigger than football Right, like, right. And, and I get that they're concerned with like you know their well being. So whenever a guy loses his job, you think like, man, like maybe I could have played better, and Paul Gunther would still be here. And they're not thinking like that. They're just you know the defense overall isn't good, or that could be a better coaching change. Like this, this could overall um, improve their defense. They're not thinking that. They're they're just thinking of like Paul Gunther as a human. So uh, team morale, I don't think it's a it's a safe decision. It's not a good decision right now. I don't think. Um, but I I will sit with. I mean, maybe later on, uh, you know, we talked about all offseason, Kenny, like bringing in Marinelli the way we did as a defensive line coach. Um, if there was to be a transition made, it would make for a smooth transition um, having him there with Gunther, knowing his scheme um, and being able to kind of, you know, lean the guys in a different direction. Yeah. And to to piggyback on to the, you know, firing somebody, right? Like we all work, right? We all have jobs. When you see somebody at your job get fired, you know, you generally don't want to see somebody get fired. You're not actively trying to get somebody at your job fired Even unless if they you suck have the manager from hell. Right. <laughs> unless you have the manager from hell, then you're just, yeah. you know, but you don't want, you don't ever really want to see somebody get fired. So it's funny in sports that we just, we call for people's heads. Like it's not like they're not human, like that it's not their, their everyday no. job or it's, their, it's not their livelihood. Um, so that's why I have a hard time saying fire Paul Gunther, but yeah. You know, obviously there are adjustments that need to be made. Yeah. 
No, I absolutely agree. Are you guys still Super Bowl contenders? This is Trent Millsap. So obviously this is you guys. So he's not a Raiders fan. Are we still Super Bowl contenders? Yeah, we'll find out next week. One. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you can't go 14-2 and two without losing two games, Trent. Right? So we lost one. We got one more to spare. I mean, honestly, it doesn't really change the momentum until we see how we respond. Um, obviously, I think we like we kept the momentum last week. Um, coming into this week, things didn't go our way. Got the wind sucked out of our sails. Whatever. Um, now we need to go. Is this at home? Yeah, it's in Vegas. Buffalo's coming to Vegas, I believe. Right? Am I right on that? Yeah, so. game is in Vegas. We're back at home. Back at home. Um, and we should be good to really just kind of flip this thing back around, Kenny King. So um, I'm going to take some callers here in just a second. So, Kenny King, do you want to give us our, uh, your last thoughts on uh, on our two-and-one outing? All right. First and foremost, I see in the chat, I see uh, Aiden Taylor. Should we Could we consider Earl Thomas? Absolutely. Yeah. First and foremost. Um, but my final thoughts going into this before you take your calls. You know, Raider Nation, look, this was an ugly – ugly loss it was ugly on all fronts offensively defensively even special teams you know there were a lot of things that were left out on the field there were a lot of injuries that happened there were a lot of guys banged up what we need to do is we need to have this team look at the adversity come back from it go back home second game in Allegiant stadium raider nation is going to be in full force out there i already know that raider nation is going to be out there i know bill's mafia is going to be out there crazy they're a great group of fans they're a good team. You have, a jo- you have Josh Allen who can sling the ball, who can run. But what the Raiders need to do is they need to buckle down, they need to stop him, and they need to get, get a win. So I think that, you know, while we're, we're down, we're upset, I'm going to be a little bit optimistic and say, Raider Nation, let's go ahead and get it next week. Boom. Good talking to you, brother. We'll uh, see you next week. All right, brother. There we have it. So in just a minute. We're going to be taking some callers. Let's pull up this number and hope I don't regret it. I don't take, uh, it's my first time taking live callers after a chat or after a, after a chat, after a loss. I'm going to take a minute to come through, of course. There's a slight delay. There's a slight delay. I think seven seconds, eight seconds, something like that. So call that number. Only call once. Don't call twice. Don't keep. You can keep calling if you want to try and come through. But there's a delay, like I said, so calls come through weird. I'm gonna do my best to take everybody's. Um, it's definitely hard. It's definitely hard to take everybody coming in here on the Stage Door Casino Hotline. Let's take this first caller. Got the first caller in the lobby, and they are live. Caller, first caller of our first loss of the 2020 season. State your name. Where are you calling from? It's me. It's you. What's up? Hey, Dustin Doss, I'm calling from Virginia. Long-time Raider fan. Look, I'm just tired of hearing about all the excuses about the defense and how we shouldn't be hard on them, this, that, and the other. It's, we've been, it's been too long, man. We finally have a team with some weapons on offense, and the West Coast offense needs help from the defense. Yeah. We are not Kansas City. We are not the Rams. We need help on defense. We finally have players in place that can help the offense but we are not maximizing their potential i'm just tired of seeing it yeah. the, the missed tackles the how many times have we seen these three weeks third and long and you got a running back standing in the flats and he's converting third and longs like yeah. nothing yeah no that's I'm that's just, the thing it, is we're similar kind of like what the patriots do right um they're kind of just like control the clock. Going into this game, we were both top five, I believe, in time of possession, stuff like that, um, being able to control the ball. Control the ball, control the clock. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of like whenever I say I got outcoached, like we we literally got outcoached. I mean, we flat out, um, they beat us at our own game. They kept the ball in their hands, um, and they just gashed our defense. Uh, the missed tackles, obviously, is one of the biggest things, um, but not being able to make adjustments. We came out with a game plan, felt like we stopped them. They made a quick adjustment, and I felt like, we never did so um i appreciate your call great topic um and i'll go on to the next one idaho thanks appreciate it coming in second caller we are live here on uh the raider cody podcast second caller state your name man where are you calling from mr black i'm calling from hawaii 
Hawaii. Aloha, I brother. like it. What's going on, man? Aloha. Um, oh, oh, you whew. know, uh, Raider Nation's big out here in the islands. I love it. I, I hear about it. There's even um, shout out to Bob Carr, Robert Carr, um, good friend of his. Uh, I know. I know a little bit about. There's uh, the 808, right? There's there's like a 808 Raider like Raider 808, gear thing. Raider Nation, baby, and our our connection to Vegas is strong. You know, that's the ninth island for us. Oh, I've heard. I've heard. And, good stuff, uh, man. We we just got to uh, stick with the plan. I think uh, you know, as long as we learn from our mistakes and and keep pushing forward, I think we'll do okay. So uh, just a shout out to everybody from coming from Hawaii. Aloha, eight oh eight Raider Nation, baby, all the way. All right. Good stuff, man. I pre I, I you know I, I agree with you one hundred percent. It's all about you know we can we can come here we can get hit in the mouth. Uh, it's all about how we respond, how we go into the next couple weeks. Um, if we can get our momentum back, get our confidence back up, and keep things going. So uh, uh, Hawaii, man, I appreciate you calling in. We'll talk soon. Right on, brother. Next caller, caller number three. Uh, yeah, man, so, coming uh, in two and one. What's the thoughts from Portland, Oregon? Portland, Oregon, huh? There we go. I've been through Portland, Oregon. What uh, What are your thoughts on this game, man? It's the it's it's you know Gunther man and the D man. Um, they look great. They look great in the in the first half, and then all of a sudden it just seems like same old Raiders, and here we go again, uh, missing the tackles. You know, um, yeah. Man, they took us out of everything, man. In, in the second half, man, everything, our offense, our defense, just like I said, it just doesn't seem like it just didn't seem like these guys were ready, you know? Yeah. So no, I agree. Kind of that, I, cla- know, not, I want to say classic I, Raiders, I but get yeah. rid of Gunther. Ooh. Yeah. See, that's a tough one, but you know, would you agree with me though? Whenever you get rid of Gunther, what does that do for team morale? Like, what does that do now? Does that make you feel like the season's over, or do you try and cut your losses while you still can and, and refresh yourself three games into the season? Is that kind of where you're leaning? Well, I mean, you could listen. You've you've got them now, but like, but if this sloppy play of the defense continues, like, are we gonna, you know, like this this team, like, is, is our offense, man, when it's clicking, is probably probably one of the best in the NFL. But our defense, if we don't have the defense, and, and just like what your first college did, it's just the entire man. You can't just say, okay, we're going to win the whole game. It's not our best, but it's like, we can't keep scoring and forget about the rest. It's not the same. I don't know who to blame. Is it John Gruden? I don't know. I'd like to know your thoughts. Yeah. You're, you're, you're cutting out there a little bit on me. You're cutting out there a little bit on me. Um, I think you said uh, something about John Gruden, something or other. Uh, my, my thing is, um, I would just like to be able to see us make better adjustments throughout the game, which like we kind of did last week, right? Um, coming in, I guess, against a good coach. Uh, maybe Bill Belichick feels just a little bit more threatened playing a guy like John Gruden and wants to make a statement that, hey, I'm still the best head coach in the NFL. Um, I'm not sure if that's what he's going for, but we'll, we'll get going on here. Cut out. There we go. Next caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up? My name is Colton. I'm calling from Dallas. Colton, what's going on, man? What are your uh, What are your thoughts on this uh, Raiders loss today? Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about more of the big picture moving forward outlook because, um, you know, obviously it's not that long ago that in 2017 when a lot of hype going into that year, we go 2-0 and and we expect to get a big win in Washington. And, you know, the way we laid an egg back at that point, I uh, don't actually get a similar vibe. Like, yeah, we got a butt kick on defense and all that, but in terms of being able to still move the ball in in certain situations look competitive, I'm still really optimistic. Now, huge factor real quick is not exactly Henry Ruggs from a production standpoint because he's still going to have some pretty low numbers, but the threat of him getting those massive plays, it's, uh, you know, We'll we'll see how we can adjust, uh, especially after this game. But again, just comparing the two situations, I'm a little bit more positive about about this yeah. uh, kind of two and zero but big loss start kind of thing. So yeah, 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 kind of a wake up call, I guess. Colton, were you at a uh, Stage Door Casino last week? Uh, actually, no. I'm from no. Uh, no I, uh, I, I I met someone there. else There's then. Lots of us, apparently. 
Yeah, there was a lot of Texas people there. Uh, so I figured you might have been one of them, but um, maybe we'll catch you there one day. But, hey, I appreciate the call, um, and I appreciate the optimism because I kind of share that same thing. We're three games into the season. Uh, too early to judge. We see how we respond, and, and we'll go from there. But I appreciate you calling in, man. Yeah, no worries. Have a good one. You too, man. Next caller coming in on caller number four or five. I don't even know. I'm losing track. I'm blacking out like I did in the second half of this Raiders game. What is going on, man? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yo, man, this is Danny from Fresno. Hey, uh, Fresno, California. Um, Long time listener to the podcast. Um, good to call in all the time, too. Now. Yeah, man. Yeah, I used to call the time last year and the year before. So yeah. it's cool to call and, and, and be on in real time, man. I'm excited. Honestly, <clears throat> I still haven't been able to sit down and watch a game all the way through because I think I told you this last season, but I, uh, I'm a pastor at a church. So, <laughs> so it's gotcha. like I only get to catch little bits and pieces. I have to watch it back. But, uh, yeah, I, I, this team is definitely better than even what I saw in 2016, to be honest. I feel like with the offense – we're really banged up, a lot more banged up than people are realizing <clears throat> going into this game. Um, the offensive line, the receivers. So even like even to see as, as much as we were in in the first half was like really uh, pleasing to see with players like Renfro making that big play at the end, which should have been a touchdown. Um, and the defense, you know, yeah. we don't have like a we don't have like a super like staunch defense. Like they're not going to stop every play. But they just need to be opportune, and they were doing okay in the first half. And in the second half, like the adjustments just got the best of them. But the missed tackles is the big thing. But I, I feel like they did. They made a lot of mistakes. I feel like had they been, had they played uh, a little bit more sound, like they did the first couple weeks, and yeah. probably got out of their head, it, it would have been a close. We could have won, to be honest. Even if it yeah. was like, even if even if even if the Patriots did score as much as they scored in the second half, I still feel like. They could have they could have put up enough points to, to win even you know without all the um, the uh, mistakes but they, they look good they look good I'm excited to see you know what they come out with next week but they look a lot better than they you know than a lot of people are saying so and cars yeah. cars still man the way he's in the pocket through that ball to Renfro at the end of the second uh, quarter that was big man I thought they were going to go down. And go that was down, a big drive points, but they came back with that touchdown yeah so uh, it was, I it, thought it was good man. I thought we were going to get back in the game after that drive, getting the ball back in the second half. Uh, what was it? Was like a yeah. thirty-four. We had thirty-four seconds on the clock. We even left them with like six seconds on the like. We had time to spare um, after after yeah. like two big plays. I mean, a couple little dump offs um, and two big plays to get us down there on the goal line. Um, a clutch, you know, kind of like little you know fake play action. Of course, uh, we're getting pretty good at that at the goal line. We're getting actually really good um, at lining up in a power formation and rolling our tight ends out um, and, and finding ways to get guys open out in the flat. So exactly, um, yeah, utilizing the the play action. So yeah. It, it, it'll be better, like I said. And then I thought, and then I thought about too. There's been no preseason. It's the third game, mm-hmm. you know. It's kind of um, like a preseason, yeah, yeah. That's a real, that's a real well coached, that's a well coached team. You know, the Patriots are going to be well coached, so yeah, no matter what. So, like I said, third game, we're two and one. I'm feeling not, I'm feeling high. Big game coming up this week, and then the Chiefs too in a couple weeks. So get the starters back, and you know, just have some fun. Good stuff. Danny from Fresno, man. It's a pleasure to finally talk to you. I like talking to the, the long-time callers, not the not the, not the the new ones. I mean, I appreciate everyone that's tuning in here either for the first time or, or you know, it's, it's fairly new. But it's cool to talk to uh, some of the original callers that used to leave voicemails um, for the, yeah, back the podcast days. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to yourself, and then me and Kenny could sit back and just laugh at you later, and you couldn't even defend yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, go Raiders. I'll, uh, hopefully next one is after a win. So. Yeah, exactly, Danny. We'll talk soon, man. All righty. I'll take this. I'll take this. Uh, I've been getting a, I've been getting a lot of calls rolling through here, so I'm kind of just randomly picking. I've seen this three two three number a couple times. So uh, state your name, man. Where are you calling from? Uh, Dave from Long Beach, California, man. Long Beach. What's going on, man? What What are your thoughts here? Man, look, I'm thinking, man, we the best for real, but it's just. Our offense and defense, it's like they do good and they kind of just, you know what I'm saying? That's the only thing. I think Carr, he just got to just pass the ball, man. We got all the receivers, the best receivers, man. So always giving it to, like, Jacobs, the other team, they they start noticing that, like, always just, you know what I'm saying? Can't do that, man. Like, we, we got the best 
man, wide receivers, man, gang of them. So, because of just the offense and defense, I just cannot trust them, man. Yeah. So that's the only thing. But we the best, man. We just the best, man. I like the attitude. We the best. I'll tell you, I, I, I kind of agree with you on those things. And I feel like there's a certain portion during the game where we could have probably ab- abandoned the run almost completely just because what we saw last week when the offense got spread out, right? You start throwing Derek in the gun. We saw it a little bit this week. There was a couple plays where, you know, Derek was lined up maybe in like an eye formation. He checked out of it, got back in the gun, um, and started slinging it. So um, I think, we, you know, maybe that's, that's something we go back on film. Um, and, and we look at what these guys are doing um, in and out in cer- certain situations. If you're playing behind, or even if it's a tie game, um, you know, kind of, I mean, let Derek go back there and throw it. But, you know, we'll see when our weapons get healthy again. Um, but I'd like to see um, here, here's one thing, man, is, is um, and I'm going to let you go here in just a second because I got a couple callers on the line. But uh, one thing I'd like to see is, is utilizing Jacobs in the gun more. Not every time we run it, we don't need to go into an I formation. We don't need to go into a single back. Derek doesn't need to be under center every time we're going to run the ball. Let's mix him up a little bit. Go into go into that two minute offense. Throw him back there in shotgun every single play. And if he wants to, you know, toss toss it out to Jacobs. Jacobs can make plays. I mean, give him a draw. Give give him you know, run run some RPOs. I mean, we can do it. We can really do it. I mean, you, you can roll out and, you know, I mean, you can make a lot of different things happen uh, when you get into that quick two-minute offense. We've, we've seen it um, in glimpses. Um, now I'm just ready to kind of, I think, see us do it uh, majority of the time. But I appreciate you calling, man. Not a problem. Carr is the best. I've never seen him like this because I was worried about this year. I'm like, wow, now we got Carr. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that, Cody. Raise Nation in the house. I'm out. Good stuff. Good call. I'll take one more call here. The next caller that pops up. I've been, I've been missing a bunch. A lot of you guys call and you're on hold. I got like I had like five or six callers on hold during that call, but I missed you all. There we are. We'll take this final caller right now. Um, final caller, man. Uh, state your name. Where are you calling from? You there? Check check test test. Yeah. Hello. There you are. What's going on, man? State your name. Where are you from? Yeah, I'm from El Paso, brother. El Paso. Yeah, man, I was listening to the radio here. I was listening to the game on the radio, man. Over, I'm over the road. I'm driving. And <laughs> everybody's shitting on car, man. Fucking all right. All lines beat up to shit, bro. I know. Hey, isn't that – that's what we do every every game, though. Every time if we win, Derek's great. Derek's back. We got this thing. And then the very next week, you know, we take a tough loss. Um and all aspects of the team can struggle, right? I mean, I can go in, and if you want me to pull a couple plays that I'd like to see Derek do more on, yeah, sure. We, we, we can do that. Um, but we can do that every game for every quarterback. There's going to be those plays that you wish they had back. Um, in his case, man, like, this game was just, like, you'd have to be, like, prime, I don't even know, prime, like, Aaron Rodgers back in the day, or you'd have to be probably like Russell Wilson or something, or I don't even know. Like, there's not very many quarterbacks that could have won a football game when your entire football team's kind of just getting their butt kicked. So, um, I agree with you. Yeah. But good stuff, man. I appreciate you calling me. Get back on the road, drive safe, and hey, no uh, problem, go Raiders. Nice oh. show, man. I like listening to you on YouTube, man. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, man. Drive safe, man. Go Raiders. All right, go Raiders, bro. Okay, that's it for now. Calls are gone. Whew, shout out to the chat. Uh, Thayer Films Production. We're still 2-1 and the team is facing adversity. Yes, we're facing adversity. This is where we see how we respond. So, again, if you guys are watching for the first time, make sure you subscribe. I'm trying to get to 10,000 subscribers here. Share it. Let people know. Subscribe to the channel. 10,000 subscribers would be a great milestone to hit. Uh, if we if I had 10,000 subscribers, I can guarantee you a, a week for win. Can I do that? Does that work like that? Probably not. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in for the show, episode 106. You can go back, you can listen to it on your favorite podcast platforms, um, brought to you by Blue Wire. And of course, this is the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. Um, and for now, those are my final comments. Shout out to the Stage Door Casino Hotline again. Uh, they were closed the last couple of days, but they'll be open back up next week. And if you're in Las Vegas, make sure you visit them. That's it. Two and one. Not the way we wanted to end this Sunday. We don't have a victory Monday tomorrow, um, but we're pushing for that next week. It's all about how this team responds. Raider Nation, appreciate you guys tuning in. Diehard fans, Raider Nation, win, lose, or tie. Raiders till we die. Raider Nation for life. So we will see you guys in a few days when I do this uh, next review. On to the Bills.
The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.